0: Off-the-Puck Hockey is sponsored in part by Hoddle Services. If you're looking for a disc jockey, karaoke host, video jockey to videographer, our company can help. With over 20 years of experience, we would be happy to help with your special event. You can contact us at 226-988-2895 or visit us at our website at hoddleservices.vpweb.ca. That's H-O-D-D-L-E Services. We look forward to hearing from you and helping with your special event.
1: What's going on, Off the Puck Hockey fans? Thanks for tuning in. It's our live recording of Season 3, Episode 4 of Off the Puck Hockey on the FHN Network. I'm your host, Tyler Fines, and you can catch Off the Puck on Rogers TV, Channels 13 in St. Thomas, London, Channel 20 in Kitchener-Waterloo. We're expanding, folks, and we're taking over this world. Saturday (laughs) night, 9 p.m. Make sure you check it out. You can also view our live recordings on YouTube, Twitch, all those social media platforms, make sure you guys check it out. And again, we're proud to partner with our West Coast people, West Coast ASTV. ASTV we joined the fastest growing network in North America. NHL is back in full swing next week October 13th we cannot wait for the puck to drop until then we have got some preseason games to catch up on but right now the talk of the town is Robin Leonard and what he is dropping on Twitter he's dropping fire and we're definitely going to talk about that with our guest before we introduce the guest would love to say hello to the boys so please welcome the fellas Mr. Adam Styles and Mr. Mike Walker aka the coach aka undefeated coach what's up
2: not too much, Findy. Uh, yeah, like you said, there we're two and zero to start the season here in Port Dover, and it's
1: uh, it's been a very, very long time since that's happened. <laughs> that guys breaking records, Styles. What's going on? How's your How's your mic?
3: I don't know. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, at least we can hear you,
3: dude. Yeah, we got the internet. The Port internet's
1: me? not uh, not what it used to be.
3: No, Port, Port Dover's the internet's not the best, man.
1: <laughs> no, don't worry. Maybe Rogers TV can make uh, can make a trip down there. We can get them all settled up, and you can have a great. Uh, stream like I've got going right now but Andy, uh but first before we guys we gotta get right to get it. into it because we got a, an excellent guest on he's a Port Dover uh hmm. resident or used to be a Port Dover resident and now Sportsnet legend that's what I'm hearing oh. now Sports, I know the, the Bomb local that seems legend a bit, uh, yes, uh, that Sportsnet seems a bit host, strong man yeah. <laughs> who covers the, the Calgary Flames Mr. Ryan Leslie Ryan how are you sir
0: Gentlemen, great to be with you. Uh, and yes, yeah, Sport Dover all the way. Got the folk going on. No folk like yeah. our folks. So um, glad to be with you, and excited to uh, talk a little hockey before this season gets going.
1: Yeah, well, I know your time is valuable, buddy, and I really appreciate you doing this. I know with the with the season starting up mm-hmm. next week, uh, you know we got lots to talk about. But before we get into Calgary Flames and doing a, a bit of a run through of the of the hockey clubs that you you're going to be seeing here in the next few weeks, Robin Leonard what is going on with the NHL? Have they reached out to him? Like they're going wild there. Can you kind of give like a brief rundown of what you know about the Robin Leonard situation?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I probably don't know more than, than most on this topic because I I was a little late to it. I was kind of bringing myself up to speed on it uh, yesterday, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, And just some of those tweets, I was following some of that thread and from what I understand, and I'm sure anybody who's watching this, especially uh, you guys would know that uh, it sounds as though the NHL, is uh, hoping to speak with uh robin laner so that's about it i mean some of the things that he said were incredibly powerful um he's always been very outspoken as we know he's always had his truth um and in part of that is you know being able to share it and i think for starters individually or professionally uh, whatever it is that has gone on that he has alluded to i uh, You know, there was an Elaine Vigneault reference in there that the truth is coming out. Uh, I'm sure there's much more in terms of, um, you know, some of the medical procedures that uh, have taken place and maybe some things that he wasn't happy with. Um, And I I tread lightly because, you know, I I would never want to discredit either side, either the person making these allegations or the medical professionals who are providing uh, their professional services. I'm not suggesting one thing did or did not happen. I just don't know enough about it to comment on it because I know those professionals here in Calgary, um, they're top notch. It's obviously something that in every NHL market is incredibly serious, but when you have somebody, especially with where he is, right? Like where he is right now in his career and where he is with um, a spotlight that is on him pretty bright. um, That can be a good thing because it is a voice that maybe people will listen to. And it is a, uh, a name that people will sit up and 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 listen to, so whatever it is, I sit and wait probably like you guys to to find out a little bit more um, i haven 't really followed it too much today to be truthful but uh, yeah that 's a that 's an eye opener and you know we 've been through some I, I personally have been through some things of uh, in terms of the uh, issues that went on in Calgary with a coach that had uh, said some things uh, in the past, and having that brought up became a a real I don't know what the best word, a day of reckoning or a lot of change, um, a lot of uh, hurt feelings, a lot of uh, pain uh, and a lot of uh, things that needed to be corrected. So I've gone through something, albeit different, but there's some similarities. And if it changes um, for the better, then OK, but we'll wait to see how this thing plays out. I think that's the most important thing.
1: Yeah, I agree, and uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not quite sure. Again, I, I'm kind of like you. I've been reading up on it, and I just, I, I'm at arm's length. Obviously, it's, it's just one of those things you don't want to be wrong. You want to listen to everybody what they have to say. Yeah. Him throwing out the coach's name though was pretty big. I mean, that's pretty, and it, I mean, it's ballsy. Like it really is. He obviously has something, or I don't know if he would drop a, an active coach's name in the NHL. Mm-hmm. And if I was Alan Vigneault, I'd be probably looking at him and being like, whoa, like hold on a second here. Let's. I wonder, I actually, there's a piece of me I wonders if he actually reached out to him to say, like, hold on, like, we better talk about this before we go any further.
0: What do you think? Well, I mean, I'm sure whatever it is, and again, I, I'm not speculating too much, but whatever it was, I'm going to guess that this is not the first that these two um, have either talked about it or, or been linked to whatever this is. So um, maybe something happened that was kept quiet. I'm not sure. Um, maybe uh, an exchange has taken place. I don't know. But um, this is a big deal. And I think everybody's waiting in this knee-jerk side, this knee-jerk reaction that we all tend to have with social media. And let's form an opinion, you know, shoot first and ask questions later. It's real dangerous. So I just hope whatever it is isn't maybe serious as we're all thinking. I think that might be a bit naive on my part, but that's what I'm hoping for. And uh, whatever it is, you know, it doesn't matter if it's sport or – daily life or politics, whatever it is. uh, We've seen things happen in the past that have gone down that are now completely unacceptable, should have been unacceptable back then. um, And thankfully now are. So we'll see uh, how this thing plays out. It sounds a little scary. It sounds like, oh no, here we go again. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, there have been some uh, situations where Robin Lehner in the past has come out uh, publicly and uh sorry i got my dog here and uh and uh you got to listen to him and you got to listen to anybody who's got something to say about maybe something that happened that they weren't right with so at least that's where we are with that and we where we are with that and we'll we'll figure it out as we go i guess
3: do you think it's uh has anything to do with uh jack eichel maybe sticking up jack eichel's old teammate said a little bit about him and about how the sabers have treated him and such do you think maybe he just kind of finally had enough about all this medical stuff and just kind of snapped out
0: uh perhaps again i'm cautious but uh i mean that jack eichel thing is separate obviously from the vignon yeah. claim I, I believe but it's uh um it's uh it's one probably where maybe you wonder if the system has to change a little bit this is a player who wants to get his own surgery with a team that isn't going for it um yeah. Amazing. and it's getting nasty it's turning into a really bad divorce and maybe you're right uh maybe it is a, a former teammate uh, saying hey w- w- this system needs to change the way we're going about this why does it have yeah. to be about your doctors if your doctors did this or did this or you know misdiagnosed this why should we have a i get the yeah. sense that maybe it's a challenge the system claim there i'm not so sure but that's how it feels yeah, yeah. He also, Lena had a really good
3: uh, point there. He said about like the surgeries and stuff. If they really don't agree that much, why don't they just make some kind of waiver? They said he said there is some kind of waiver you can make up, saying let me do it my way. And I got to play so many games to be paid so much. And you can break it down in so many different ways. And then it just like yeah, it makes no sense why they just wouldn't go to that way.
0: But yeah, it's just getting so ugly, and it's uh, kind of well sad. because it's never been done before. It's never yeah. been done okay, okay. and you've got a very expensive asset and yeah. you know, the team trusts their guys with their advice, yeah. right or wrong, you know, that's, that's where they're going with it. And yeah. it's unproven. Um, so I'm not so sure. I, I hate to say it, Well, I don't hate to say it, I just not so sure there's <laughs> a, a blame. Like I, I, they're probably yeah. both able to make, you know, we could probably say good point, good point. Um, yeah. And sure. uh, that's kind of where I'm at. I just wish it wasn't at this situation. I also wish the asking price for this guy wasn't so high as well. Like this is right, uh, right. this is a this is an expensive player for starters. This is a talented player, and this is a player that um, you know the team is asking a huge price for with all kinds of uncertainty. Yeah. So the whole thing is magnified. The whole thing is difficult to digest. I know a couple of things. I know some players who know him, and we've talked about him. He is fiery competitive. Uh, I know he's interested in the Olympics. This whole timeline thing may be in jeopardy because of this surgery. Uh, I believe in the summer he was training with um, Sydney and uh, McKinnon in Nova Scotia for a while. Um, And this is a player that uh, definitely, as we all know now, needs a change of scenery. So... I don't know how this thing goes down. I really don't. Um, my conversations with a couple GMs, I, I know the price is steep, really steep. That's why it hasn't happened yet. And also, by the way, because of the uncertainty. Yeah. So I think everybody's well-versed in this saga. Um, and, I, yeah, I'll be interested to hear what uh, what Leonard has to say about it because uh, the one thing we all know, players know. We on the outside can sit back and speculate and watch games, formulate opinions, listen to our trusted media sources. But players always know. Them. They just know. They're there. I'm not always saying they're right. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so we're about four five games into the preseason, and, uh, and Calgary's off to, you know, two and three start. You know, what have you liked about Calgary, though? They've lost a few pieces. Obviously, Giordano was huge. You've had to play against them twice. He barely, uh, you know, barely what does Calgary have to do to, to, to stay consistent?
0: They're – that's a loaded question, my man. That's a tough one. I know, I know. They – this could be a real tough year. And uh, they've got some pieces. They need a number of guys to not only bounce back, but to continue to be on their path of being even better as you develop and and continue to play the game. You You know, Matthew Kachuk, for example, has to not only bounce back, he still has to continue to get better as a player. He can't just be what he was before last year. Sean Monaghan coming back after that hip surgery. He needs to bounce back. He was hurt well, game six last year. I saw him right away in the offseason. Pardon me. And he had already had he'd already been to New York and surgery and all of that. Instantly was feeling better. Instantly. Uh, he said there were nights he could not sleep. The pain uh, was so intense that he just couldn't get it done. Uh, And yet he battled through. It was an awful year for him. Uh, What's Johnny Gaudreau's situation going to look like? You know, this is his final year of his contract. The general manager is in a tough place. There's just not a big market for some of his bigger names. And that has really hamstrung him. You also have to go out and get a a player, rather, that the coach feels he can work with. So, you know, Daryl Sutter's taking some heat about Um, you know, is it, are these, his decisions to bring in the Trevor Lewis's and the Gabransons, and he certainly was a part of it. Yes. But you gotta get, you don't want players that coaches can't work with or don't want to play or whatever it is, or don't want to play for that coach. So they've gone out and gotten these older veteran players with some experience. Brad Richardson comes to mind. Yeah. But I'm not so sure that those are the answers and the first couple of games in this preseason or as bad a hockey as I've ever seen.
1: Oh boy. Really oh is. boy.
0: Now that's preseason boys. That's yeah. preseason. That's you know, that's not completely press the panic button. Yeah. Um but it was awful. And uh they've kind of rounded into a little bit more. They're uh, on the ice at Edmonton right now, playing the Oilers. Noah Hannafin checks back in for his uh his preseason debut. He uh he had shoulder surgery. I had a good chat with him the other night. Uh, at the rink and he's how's that for a welcome back when you get Connor McDavid bearing down on you like
1: absolutely absolutely. unbelievable
0: Um, so I'm not so sure there's an answer again uh, but I am wildly curious about how this season plays out with the Calgary Flames I'm not I'm not getting a good feeling about it but this will be even where you guys are you might want to keep an eye on this team because there there may be some bumps in the road here um you've got to deal with the the johnny gaudreau situation as i mentioned do you have a plan for what you're doing with matthew kachuk um who's got a couple of years left uh is sean monaghan back you know is he going to be able to get you 30 goals again? a pretty consistent goal scorer in his history um on that blue line are we in for a nightmare back there or are some guys a little further along than we think? Because really right now, nobody thinks much of that blue line. You lose Mark Giordano, that's a big loss. What did you replace him with? Zadorov, good Branson. If somebody, you know, if a guy like Chris Hanna can tap into a guy like Nikita Zadorov, you might have something Because I'm not so sure a lot of guys have been able to tap into him yet and help him <laughs> yeah. get. He's big. He's, he's mean. He's a yeah. character. He runs yeah. his mouth. It's great. Yeah. But boy... What we've seen out of he and uh, Gabranson, tough guys, characters, all that physical, big. Um, but uh, this is this could get scary some nights. And we'll see how it plays out with uh, whether or not they gel, whether or not that leadership. It's really going to come down to what does Daryl do for a game plan? And can Markstrom bounce and be all world again? Because this team's going to need both. A great game plan. Do you like the 2-1 games? Because that's all you're going to see. And can your goalie, can your goal do it? So well, you're
1: going to get some great sound bites from the coach. I'll give you that.
0: <laughs> What's that?
1: You're going to get some great sound bites from the coach. I'll give you that. That's one thing that's a guarantee yeah. in this world.
0: Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Um, <laughs> and everybody thinks it's kind of funny. And, you know, there's a few. But it could be a real long year. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Daryl's going to, Daryl, and you know, another nice addition here as we look for maybe what solutions are, they bring in Kirk Muller and I'm really hoping he can help tap into some of these younger guys too. Um, This is a good man, a good coach, a lot of experience, a hell of a career himself. So I'm really hoping that he can help with the solutions. You know, how are you with the puck? How are you without it? Uh, How do you make up for, Uh, Not being the fastest team in the National Hockey League. You know, when he he was in Montreal, they weren't overly fast. They had a few fast guys like Paul Byron and a couple of others. But if you watched Montreal, the one thing they were, they were were fast with the puck. In other words, not necessarily skating. They were just making really good decisions. Uh, They knew how to make that puck uh, compensate for their lack of speed. They had some, but they weren't the fastest team in the league. But they still weren't a slow team, if you know what I mean. Calgary's got to figure out a way to do that, too, and and hopefully Curt can do that. And hopefully he can tap into some guys to get the most out of them because Daryl needs the help there, for sure. Who's the backup there, Ryan? Vladar. Is it? Um, that it is. Yeah, that's – I don't know. A little stint in Boston. Daniel Vladar. Yeah. <laughs> Vladar. Yeah, uh,
3: yeah hopefully uh, you can see Marks from
0: bounce back. That would be nice to see, too. He's and there's a goalie who would feel comfortable playing close to 60 games, but it's not about workload for him. Uh, they want to, uh, you know, he and they're all on the same page. They just want to win hockey games, and yeah, um, they're going to need to be uh, working together in unison. Uh, you're going to need a good goalie, and we all know. <coughs> Sorry, I might have to let this dog go. He knows. Stop it.
1: Yeah. You know, well listen listen Ryan. i know you're you're you're, you're catching the flame game and uh they're right now they're they're into it with uh with edmonton and that's a tough uh, a tough task for any hockey club coming in there but again we we really appreciate coming back on it for a second time i mean we we love yeah. having you on the first time still loving you having you on we'd love to have you back again and uh, i'm really hoping that the flames can uh you know like i said i hope they prove you wrong because uh, i like i love brett richie i know he's not an all-star on the team but uh the guy's full of piss and vinegar, and I just want—I want him to do well. I want to—I want him to do, you know, to, to play hard and and ma- you know maybe help out in any way he can. And I'd yeah, like to see Austin like, uh, Anderson grow into the player. I know he can be.
0: Yeah, he was a nice addition there last year. And, yeah. You know, they got a tough team. You, know, you talk Richie Lucic, Goodbranson, Zadora. Nice. I mean, yeah, I'm not so sure I'd want. To, you know, that maybe that's the game plan: beat the piss out of everybody. I don't know, but. <laughs> Um, it might work. Um, if you can catch them, (laughs) those guys got to catch them, but they got a tough team. So we'll see if that's a part of the game plan. Well, listen, Ryan,
1: thanks again for jumping on. And, uh, we, we can't wait to have you back.
0: Thanks for having me guys. All the best with the show.
3: Thank
1: Thank you so much. Ryan Leslie from uh, Sportsnet out in Calgary, covers the Flames, doing a hell of a job as, nor- as normal and uh, absolutely fantastic. One of the best Ron McClain uh, in- or impressions I've ever Oh, yeah. Over, uh, damn, I follow. wanted him to do that. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah, it was wild. Uh, wow. Oh, damn, uh, I was actually talking to – I haven't spoken with him in a while, but Jeff Merrick, and uh, like I said, when he called mm-hmm. Jeff Merrick and did that Ron McClain, uh, uh Uh, Sorry, impression. It was it was incredible. So maybe you know what, maybe he'll return the favor and Jeff will come on the show one time. But uh, yeah, I got to agree with Ryan, man, that Calgary team, I don't think they're going to be good. Like I think they're going to be as as tough as I believe. um, You know, toughness is important. And I actually wonder if that you know, if you put a tougher club in there. Um, You know, kind of flip the script a little bit. You know how every year it changes a bit? Like one time we're – you know, speed's important. One time your goalies are important. One time the defense is important. I'm wondering if you get strong enough and scary enough that you – maybe we get back to scaring some of these guys. What do you think, Watts?
2: I mean, yeah, like
1: if they're not going to be
2: beating teams, you know, 6-7-1, they've got to have those close games where maybe a a fight changes momentum and they make it 2-2 and have a shot at least getting a point out of the game, right? So, I mean, it's, it's not a
1: bad theory if you're not too confident in what you got right now. Yeah, have a really good penalty kill, be big, and, and turn over pucks in the, in the zone. I mean, if, that, if you can do that, you might be able to scare a few of these teams. And they do have smaller guys, and I hate to say this, you know, you lay the body to a few of these smaller kids, and even though you are not you might not be able to catch them, but if you can rub them out on a regular basis, that takes a toll on anybody. I mean, these guys are monsters. They're freaking huge.
3: Yeah. Yeah, like Yeah, it finds you when you said the team when I was trying to look into the team to make some notes and stuff today and well, it wasn't too much to really highlight but uh should have talked about your boy Maji Apani. Oh, he's he's <laughs>
1: a beast man. The kid's so good. He works so hard and again there's he's there's one of the, there's a guy right there. There's yeah. a guy that you know, he he's worked his butt off. He's trying to hone his hone his craft. He's trying to contribute and he came, you know, he he came out of nowhere. Like when he's you a saw he's the MVP a of the only World Did he not? What's that? Was he not just the MVP of the World Championships there in the? Yeah, he's crazy. Like he's so good. Like he, but but again, but he works on his craft. And he and I tell that to all the young guys, especially the kids. Um, you know that uh, that that have been played for me. You know that you have to love your craft. You have to work on your craft. And he, that's what he does. He comes out every day and works with you know Ryan Cavanaugh <laughs> and Zach Fitzgerald, guys we've had in the show. But I'll tell you, Cavs. Kavanaugh's done a really good job with him, uh, you know, You know, helping him out and getting to where he can be a, an effective NHL player. Uh, you know, I'm kind of hoping Matt Kachuk. I, I'm not a Matt Kachuk fan. I never have been. I think he's good. Um, do I think he's great? No. Um, Johnny Goudreau is a, you know, is, is a hell of a player. But you know my stance on college players. I, I don't think that they're that – I don't think they're that effective. Like, he had one great year. Love him. Eichel had a great year. Love him. Okay, win me, win me something that matters. Yeah, yeah. Winning some of that matter?s And be the the person on a team that that wins? They just I don't know why. It just it doesn't seem like it's uh, it yeah. just doesn't seem like it's in the cards for some, cards for some of those those college players. And I know I'll eat that statement and I'll eat it till I die, and I'm and I'm okay with that.
3: Yeah, that that Coleman sign they had it was kind of cringeworthy to. To see how long the length on that and the, the term and stuff, but uh Jimmy yeah, VC another
1: one. Sorry, I'm just rhyming off college players off the top of my head. Like awesome. that freaking guy was so highly touted, it was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Huh? VC, Jimmy V C. Oh yeah. Jimmy, yeah know? Huh? Yeah, yeah no, exactly. Jimmy VC coming out of college. Right, there you go, like still highly touted. Potato. Like the Leafs hired his dad. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's brutal, yeah, no. but hey, it's it's all right. Exactly. exactly. It is but yeah, it is. you said
3: you said Kachuk there. Did you see, see that mess there? They got going on in Ottawa Brady Kachuk. Oh, they, there's a
1: lot. There's a lot going on in Ottawa uh, right now. They're <laughs> playing the least. It's uh, it's one one, but uh, it's tough to talk about Ottawa. It really is tough to talk about oh. Ottawa. But, <laughs> Oh, yeah. But I'll talk, but you know what though I I had high hope, a little bit higher hopes from this year. I think they've got a pretty good core. You've Got a good group really of yeah, young sure. guys coming up. You know you've got Drake. the only problem is you know you got guys like Drake Batherson making four point nine. Did you know that between Shabbat who's making eight and and the next player down is four point nine? Did you know that? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> That's right? the gap. Tom Shabbat at eight at eight uh, at eight million is a top guy, and then Drake Batherson is their top paid forward right now. Four point nine making more than oh. Connor Brown and. Again, and Tim Stutes is going to be making a bank. He's only 19. Kid's going to be an absolute god. Well well, well, we'll see.
3: If, I don't know. What are, they,
1: what are they doing with Brady?
3: Like, holy moly. What are you just giving him a told
2: check. you what he's going to do at work today. Just What's a, that? I serious. want to hear it, Walk. Okay, let's go. Don't keep it to yourself. So what What I said is he's going to prolong this entry level, and the minute he can go, he's going to St. Louis, and then whenever his brother can get there, he's going to. They're both going hometown. Big statement.
3: That's not folks.
1: a bad... That's actually a really good theory. You heard the it here, And the thing is, too, it's Ottawa, so you probably could finagle your way out of it to make something happen. So, yeah, I could absolutely yes. see that being a, a possibility. I really like I really like that. You should probably call, call them up and get that to happen anyway. <laughs> right? And just that, call yeah, yeah, no. Hey, it's Mike Walker. Port, uh, Port Dover Sailors here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you probably heard of me. He told me... Yeah, it's like that's Yeah, we started the season two and oh you probably heard of us. Uh <laughs> and I call Anna yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um outside right. like I said, the preseason's been kinda been kinda quiet again outside the Robin Leonard thing, which we've already beat to death. uh we're not, we're not so we don't we big don't want to go there.
3: What's that? A couple of big scenes from uh, from Vancouver. Yeah, no, finally, Pedersen and
1: Hughes get the job done. I thought that was going to get done the whole time. It wasn't too concerned. It was almost like a William Moore situation. You just knew it was going to happen. They were just trying to figure out the number. Um, And I actually think they did pretty good on the deal. I'm actually pretty impressed with the number they got for both guys. I mean, um, you know, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with I'm okay with that number. They're the two best players on the team. There's no question It's Hughes and, and Pedersen. You got to pay them like it, and and they did. And you know what? And they took a pretty good. You know, I think they took a bit of a haircut. I really believe that. The only the only thing is that oh, Pedersen yeah. did the right thing, and he said, "I'm going to sign you for three years." Yeah. Not, I'm not going to sign That's... for eight and be a hero. I want you guys to show me at 22. By the time I'm 25, that you yeah. guys are ready to win here because right now we're not. And then hopefully yeah, we right. can win some more. And Quinn's the same way. Quinn feels maybe felt a little bit different because he's twenty one, so he signed a little bit longer. But by the time he gets into twenty six, twenty seven, you know he'll be you know he's he'll be right in his prime. So I mean that he'll next paycheck he's going to get at twenty seven is going to be gross.
3: He'd be saying yeah, he'd he'll, he'll be signing bank. Then uh, yeah, I agree with you there with P with uh, Peterson. There he's I think he just yeah exactly he wants he's more of the he's a smart player. He knows what he's worth. He he probably offered long-term big money, but they probably didn't want to bite on that, which is understandable. So, yeah, he uh, went with the shorts, showed me what he got. Maybe I'll re-sign. Maybe I won't. Um, I like both signs. It just goes to show Leafs always get ripped off in the end with these stupid contracts. Like, these are steal of a deals, man. Like, I'd love to have any of these players for that amount of money. Uh, Morgan Riley. I hope he signs something similar to Hughes. I mean, he's not as good as Hughes, obviously, or won't be. But so hopefully, he signs maybe six million range. I'm hoping, but we'll see. Well, let's
1: see. Yeah, I wouldn't, count, yet, with, I mean, I wouldn't count him yet, man. The,
2: the problem with Morgan Riley is, does he think he's as good or better than Hughes at this point in time?
3: That's yeah, it's, no. Well, it's it's hard just to say, right? Like Hughes is such a young stud, and he's just about comparable already. So it's like how. Much more to can Hughes grow, which I mean, he's going to grow a bit. You can't keep just keep going and going. He's eventually going to plateau, but uh, I don't know. He's shown he last year he kind of had a little bit of an off year, which everybody does, and being young. Um, but I think in the end he's going to be the better player. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Plus, I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see what he does.
1: Well, we are talking about uh, – I heard you mention the Leafs, and so we d- got to talk about them because there's something uh, going on right now with them, and that is All or Nothing, the, uh, the documentary, but the Toronto Maple Leafs on Amazon Prime right now. And I've, been, I've already gotten to four episodes. I'm on episode five. I wanted to make sure that it was quiet in my house. I want to make sure I had everything set up because I wanted to watch it. Have you guys watched any of the All or Nothing series yet?
2: I haven't turned it on. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no. yeah,
1: yeah. Corey, you're waiting for the Pittsburgh Penguins one to come out. That's the problem, I and mean, you're not getting. It, right. So you might as well wait. <laughs> That's right.
2: That's no, haven't
3: now, yet. Haven't yet. Haven't touched yet. Finzy debating on whether I will or not. Uh, why, wouldn't know, t- like, why wouldn't you? Why
1: would you watch it?
3: Why do not I don't want to watch a season where they lose Munchau Payne's first round again? Like they, they not lost
1: them every year. What's the difference between watching them again? They've lost every year in the first round. Like, like yeah, what's well, the difference? I don't wanna do oh that down God. again. I've already had oh enough. Man. <laughs> I'm okay, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it again up. This I'm year. All, All right, right. hold hey. on here. Here's what's gonna happen. I'm about to give an opinion that no one's gonna like. I don't yeah. like it. I don't like it. Yeah. No, don't I don't it. like it. It was kinda like the MJ one. I did, everyone said the Michael Jordan documentary was awesome. Hmm. I thought it was okay. I thought it's it was good. good. I thought it was it's good. Did I think it was what everyone built it up to be? No. No, you know they only let you get so far, and that's the problem. Like a lot of actors, musicians, they let you get right in there, and I. Oh, you know, that's it's, why it's I love
3: a lot more than those,
1: those more doc those documentaries and athletic ones. Yeah. Like there's a, there's so few athletic documentaries that I like, so I'm kind of hoping to find a better one. But I'll tell you, the Leafs one it was okay to me. It was okay. It's it's okay. Yeah. I'm I'm interested in the fifth. I'm really intrigued with the fifth episode. Once I see the fifth uh, fifth episode, I'll give it a rating out of ten. But as of now, I'd give it a four. Um, I don't think they delved enough into the players' lives. Um, I don't think, and then again, with reason, because I think the Leafs had, apparently they had like editing power or something. Oh, yes, they do. Yeah. I heard they had like editing power, which is a freaking joke. If they're going to do that, just be like, no, we don't want to do it then. Like I get, we're going to get viewers and you know, I'd love to see what the viewership was is on it. Cause MJ broke the record on Netflix for like most yeah, watched documentary this, ever. This won't come close. Just no, saying, 100%, because it's a niche market, but I, but you get what I'm getting at, though, right? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
3: No, I talked to my brother-in-law on, on the weekend. He's watched it a little bit, dug into it, and he's like, it's, and actually, uh, he was yeah, just saying, like, it's cool to see the insides, which I get, and I understand, and I might actually dig into it to check it out and see that part, but like I said, in the end, you're just seeing another year of disappointment and let, let down, it's like, I don't know if I really care to watch that again but i get the whole point
1: of it well it's already happened so it's not like it's gonna have you know you but you might get an insight to what you know what happened and why why everything happened the way it did um you know at the end of the day that's that's why i'm excited for season episode five because they haven't even touched the montreal series yet or even in the playoffs so i'm really you know that's why i'm looking forward to watching it but let's say and we're gonna bring i'm gonna shoot this to walks okay let's say amazon prime says mike walker we hear you're a legendary two and coach to start the season. Here's what we're gonna do, Mike Walker. We're gonna film the Port Dover Sailors, and we're gonna do your 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 interview. Okay, let's say it's your job to tell them what to do. You know what? You know what do you think would be the most intriguing part of hockey? Would you want them to see about your hockey club?
2: I mean, just the uh, the grind yeah, that they great. put in in a in a day to day, and you know. All the technical stuff inside the room and when they're in the weight room and, you know, touch in touch in on Mitch Marner's life away from, you know, being at the
1: rink versus him playing Xbox for the rest of the day. Yeah. Right. Like show yeah. it. Yeah. I'd like to sit down and go. What's the what's it like now in the life of an NHL player? Like, I really instead of just waiting yeah. till you're done, like, what you know, what's you know, and go write a book about it. Like, they don't want to say like, you know, oh, we go out and we did we went to this bar and we did this and we did that and you know, those are kind of the stories that I want to, that I would personally I realize, hear. About, oh yeah, know, what, yeah. Like, where do you like to go to dinner? What's your you know, what do you do pre- yeah. pregame? What do you do? Where do you guys go after the game? What what do you guys do on the you know on the bus on the plane? Blah, blah blah like stuff like that that actually like a lot of people want to know. What what professional athletes are like and I just don't think that the um the the documentaries get get into that part and I think that a lot more people would like to see that side of them. I understand there's privacy they don't want to be they're here you know you understand what I'm talking about they don't want to get into that side of it. But oh, yeah. um you know but you have to obviously have to be very careful. There's a lot of privacy issues with that as well. And you don't want to make them out to be complete scumbags. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. That's
3: the thing like yeah going back to the MJ one it's all of his Side of things, right? Like, like you said, you like to hear all of the little bit the fin- finer details, the kind of more like, yeah, what they were doing at the bar, kind of who they seen ran into. Or like my
1: second day in the NBA, I got taken on a yacht.
3: Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, my
1: second day in the NBA I was on a yacht. This guy was there. This guy was there. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. Kind of those stories exactly, that you want to right? you know that you want to, take, you want to uh, hear. Those kind of things. the
3: Party. Yeah, with this guy I met this celebrity. Met this other person. Like. Yeah, like just we're so we're
1: so for some reason. Well, we want to know exactly what Kim Kardashian's doing. We want to know what Travis Barker's doing. We want to know what this guy's doing. But you know, I don't. You know, why don't we want to know what William Nylander was doing or what? Um, you know, why aren't yeah. they being, you know in in the um, in the spotlight a little bit more? I don't know. I guess maybe there's yeah. just not enough of hook of being hockey players. Yeah. But um. But yeah, I, that's that's kind of what it's missing. It's missing a little bit of that. I love Will Arnett. Will Arnett is an unbelievable. Yeah. Um, narrator yeah. for the for the show he's, he's he's comical he's not dry <laughs> but uh but I just I'm really looking forward to episode 5 of uh, of all or nothing but I really think that that the you know the next hockey documentary I'd like to see them get in there a little bit more it is kind of the all or nothing Sheldon Keith story there's a lot of Sheldon Keith in that that's, and there's see, a that's lot my of Kyle in line, yeah.
3: My brother-in-law said it what he talked about a lot he said you see a lot of Sheldon Keith how he coaches and the whiteboard he's got and he said it's crazy you see like the pre-game actually prep that they actually do. Like you were saying, Walker, you get to see the actual prep these coaches actually do on, on these boards and how much thought they put into it and these smart boards, what they can actually do for the today's game and coaching and crap. Like he's like, it's really cool to see that aspect. Like you never actually see it until this kind of stuff. So that's, but yeah, he talked a lot of it. Sheld- Sheldon Keefe. So that's funny that you mentioned that.
1: Yeah. And and Mikey, you'll test to this. You know, as coaches, you know, we only, when we get to a certain level, there is only so much that you get from a, um, you know, from a help standpoint, from a resource, that's what I was looking for, from a resource standpoint. Like even when you get to the OHL, there's so many things that help make your team better, whether it's, you know, using a Steva system, you've got your own office, you got nine different whiteboards, you've got stats, right? And so when you get to that level, you have, to, you know, and you haven't an experienced that even as a junior A or junior B coach because you don't have it, now you're in the OHL and you have all these tips and tools. you got to learn how to use them. There's a lot of guys out there that just don't know how to use them. Right, oh, like you 100%. guys don't have video, like you. Don't, or I'm sure you have a video, where like someone filming it, but you don't have Steva or anything like that.
2: No, yeah, we we have somebody film it, and it's basically for if there's a situation that occurs on the ice, and we need to present it to our league. Um, very rarely do we have time outside of me or one of my assistant coaches catching. You know, why are they scoring on their power play, and our penalty kills running at ninety percent? You know, so like to catch a backdoor, a guy sneaking down or shifting a certain direction. I mean, it's it's all off of our coaching staff's IQ. But I mean, we could look at it in between periods, but that cuts out of our all of our time to talk to our team.
1: So, yeah. And the funny thing is, depending on hockey Canada, like they don't even want you talking into your team to pick them in between periods. So it all depends <laughs> on what you want to learn and 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 coach some of these kids, right? So. It's I I've been talking to people you know like Chris Chris Lizer is a good example for you know one of the first guests that was ever on the show um still most downloaded episode by the way um is that- yeah. yeah, And the funny thing is with laser is, you know, I, I've always said to him, I said, the problem is you got coaches coming up that don't understand any of this. So how do you expect to get from one level to the other? If like you can't cut video or you do this, like, you know, none of this, none of it's available unless you're on YouTube or you're looking up, you know, if you look up Ken Hitchcock coaching, he's got a great one on there, but you don't learn, you know, you don't learn about the new um, systems that NHL is running because they keep it all behind closed doors. And all you get is the hockey Canada playbook. And even in hockey Canada, they don't teach you systems right? People don't understand what a system is. And that's what I love. And then this is my, my favorite. I love listening to the radio. Oh, you know, they got a really good system. 99% of people have no no clue what you're talking about. Like, are you talking about, you know, like, like what, like what system, like the one, two, two, the two, one, two, like most hockey people know what that is, right? House defense or box and one defense, stuff like that. But you know, you know, the game, it's so different. And I just love somebody to finally say to them, okay, this is what happens with a system. This is what a system is. And there, these Mm -hmm. are the rules of the system. Yeah.
3: Well, that's what, that's how at
1: least the way I would like to be, it it to be explained. Well, yeah, just that's
3: exactly what makes coaches coaches, right? That's why there's some better than others. And, uh, you see it everywhere. Oh, I've every seen and...
1: stuff, man. I, you know, I've seen I've seen <laughs> some stuff in the last few months and few weeks of practice, oh. and oh my my Jesus, like I can't even tell you. Like, Again, I'm a big practice guy. Like, I'm huge on practice, huge on flow. And you know, one of the one of the lessons I always say is look clean, look clean, play clean. Yeah,
3: yeah,
2: yeah.
1: You know,
3: <laughs> if like, well, I many, kind of, you know,
2: what do you think, look Mike? How, look how many teams in the at the NHL level. When I want to say it was Tampa brought in that one, three, one, you know, how many teams were scratching their head about that. And it took how long till I want to say it was Philly just sat behind your net. Oh, I got great video. You should
1: see when we were playing in the championship. I I got a beauty video of you. Oh Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got a video that someone was running 1 3 1, and I did the same thing. and I got booed. I would, they were booing it because it was a playoff game. So they actually had fans. And we were, and I was just said, just sit there, just sit there. And they're looking at the bench. They're trying to figure out what's going on. They have no clue what to do. They have no clue what to do. I'm like, I'm not moving. And the, and the ref came up to me after a whistle and said, You got to move the puck. I said, OK. So they said, went back in their 1 2 1, told my guy to stay behind the net. I put a defenseman in the corner and just started passing back and forth.
2: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> I'm like, am like, they have to play too. Like they yeah. have to play. Exactly. But they don't want to come. And we were winning. This is a playoff game. This is game six. You know, this is game, you know, this is game five. I was game five. This is game five in their barn.
2: Yeah. yeah. I mean that's that's right? now now they've got to adjust to that,
1: right? Yeah. Well they should. Yeah. It was game five in their barn and I'll never forget it. So, you know, it, it, either way, it's just one of those things that, again, if you're, if you're watching hockey or, you know, if you're, if you're talking systems, you know, please explain it. Like, just explain what you're talking about. Right. When it comes to, when it comes to systems, oh, they got a great system. You know, you have no idea what they're No one knows what you're talking about.
3: <laughs> no, um,
1: no. They,
3: yep. say, hey, it's funny you say that because I'm probably one of those guys, too, because I have no idea about systems or anything. Being a goalie, I don't know what the hell is. Your like job is to about.
1: stop the puck. I don't even want you to know what the system is. Just nope. stop the puck. No, nope. just that's exactly. That's, like, that's all I want to know. Yep. <laughs> no, absolutely. Um, don't
3: teach me more. What's hey, that? I, wanna, I said, don't teach me anymore. That's all I need to know.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh big news for the big news for Team Canada, Crosby McDavid and Petran Angelo were submitted oh, yeah. as guarantees for uh for the for the tournament. How excited are you guys that the the NHL is gonna allow their players to go in the Olympics? Oh yeah, man.
3: Pumped. Can't uh, can't wait. It's the world's best and world's best, man. You can't beat it, can't beat that stage. You've heard all the players say it before and they've all vouched for that's why they wanted it so bad, right? It's just uh one of those experiences obviously that only comes every so often and to represent your country and to play for your country and just the, no better feeling, right? Like being Crosby, the goal the goal, like that's probably one of his top highlights. He'll always remember in his career. Is, is, is uh, price going to be, is price going to be the goalie Whatever else he has and whatever else come for him. But, uh, I hope you're cutting out a bit there, brother. Sorry,
1: but do you, no, you think Carey Price is going to be the uh, the starting goaltender for the Canadian team? I think as of as of right now, he's got a pretty good shot at it. Yeah. Who else? Who? Okay. So yeah. if let's say okay, you're okay, Mister Goalie. All right. <laughs> you got Price. Give me two more. Who's going to be on the Olympic team? Flurry. You got to pick them.
3: Flurry. And uh, ben, give me
2: Flurry and Bennington. I'm going off the board on this one. Okay, I'm going Darcy Kemper.
1: Not bad. It's not bad. But who else? Okay. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I was gonna. You know what? Uh, I think that I think you guys are probably right. I like the I like the picks. I think that's gonna go. I think you're gonna be when when the time comes they submit the the roster that most of that they're probably gonna be on there, yeah. right? But um, but yeah, I, I think it's a good move for the NHL for those guys to get back into um, you know get get them back into the game. They get they've got to be playing in the Olympics. There's no excuse for them not to. I hope they, they've got the insurance from obviously worked out. They realize that they are the show. Like I, we are the best. Like we're bringing the best. It's not the same without the NHL players. And I think the IHF or sorry the um, the Olympic Committee finally decided it's time. We 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 we've got to give in to these guys. We've got to give them what they want. For sure. For sure. Okay, so now I'd you've got your a, top three. Pick three more players and three more locks for the team. Yeah. Styles, go first. Pick yeah. three more. Let's pick three forwards. Three forward locks for the team.
3: McDavid, Stamkos, and McKinnon?
1: Well, you've already got McDavid, Crosby, so you need three more outside of McDavid and Crosby. Figure oh. it out.
3: Okay, well, McK- M- McKinnon,
1: Stamkos, and Marner. Okay, there's three right there. Okay, Mikey, give me three more. Uh I'm gonna go uh McCarr. Um trying to think here. Yeah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Like especially Yeah uh, it really is. Right? Um, brutal.
2: I'm trying to think John. of other defensemen that there is because Petrangelo was my other like major lock on that team. Um Arshan, maybe Arshan. both Byron because the way he's playing, he's he's been playing pretty well. I have um, to. Put
1: Mich- I'd have to say Marshawn. Yeah. I would have
2: Riley, to say Marshawn.
1: Who do you say? Shea Theodore. Nope. I don't think so. I don't think he makes it. I don't think. I don't think so. You could be right. I, I'll eat it if I'm wrong. I, I'll eat it if I'm wrong. Okay, I got one for you. Quinn Hughes or Shay Theodore. Quinn Hughes, isn't he American? The uh, here's the problem. No, I don't know because <laughs> Jim, his his dad, they may. I don't know who how he would qualify. So I don't know about that. To be honest with you, I think he might be dual. Okay, and I don't know how that works. I now I don't know how that works. So I'm not going to sit here and lie about it. So, okay, so i you know what? Let's take him off the board because I, I don't know that. Isn't Carlson's American? So he's doing American. Yeah, you be in Dougie Hamilton. Yeah, he's got potential. <clears throat> yeah, he's got potential. I, either. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, so. I mean,
2: depending on depending on how his season goes, you you can't rule out Drew Doughty either.
1: <sighs> yeah, I I think they've <laughs> lost all. I think he's lost a lot of respect in the league. I I I do. I think he's done. He's buried himself, and he's not. Unfortunately, he's just on a bad team. Do we see so Morgan good. Riley? He's on a bad. Um, no, I didn't. But that's an argument. There's an argument there. We need a little mo. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, I, listen, I can't. I can't deny it. I think that would be. I think that'd be a good one. Mm-hmm. I, See, think, I, I
2: think that where, the problem that we have here is you look at the last Olympic team, and their decor was pretty well completely shut down. And you look at what we're throwing out there, and it's complete yeah. off So there's got to be something off the board that's going to they have to have at least two shutdown guys
1: well they had
2: yeah i mean they had they're,
1: their their offense is going to be their offense we've already named pretty much the top nine guys so i mean you know the offense is going to be the offense there yeah right so they're good they're going to put up points they're going to play hard but they're going to be playing against everybody else's hard you know good players too mark stone think he makes it who mark stone oh that's a tough one man he he's a right shot too, though. That's the thing. He's a right shot. So, I mean, I don't know how much they put into that if they're just going straight skill. But hey, he has a right shot. So, he a hey, he right, ran, on he right
3: shot Hey, on right shot, here's a goalie being dumb again. So, I start Emmett into hockey, eh? He's playing. I get him a right stick. He's out there. Oh, well, I don't think he's right. I'm a righty. But I don't think he's right. Every time he wants to grab it, he wants to go to the left. So, I said to i free <laughs> I think you got to get him in a new stick. He wants to hold the other way. And she goes, Oh, oh
1: no, I know. I have a feeling that my, I have a feeling that I'm going to have a lefty too, which is going to she, she suck. Goes, I do not no, but want she a goes, lefty kid.
3: But is it true? The majority of players are left-handed in NHL or hockey. Yeah. I yeah. think it's
1: cool. I think, I yeah. think it's it's close. I mean, I don't, I don't have the stats to prove that, I think- but I mean, I do see a lot of lefties, but here's the thing, the little team that I'm helping out with here in my town, we've got too many righties. Yeah. Huh too many, really? Yeah, rare, right? Yeah, yeah it's, rare. it's extremely rare, dude. So, um, but so I don't know. I mean, that one there is—it's it's an interesting question. But um,
3: well, that was funny because yeah, we—I started getting in an argument with her. I'm like,
1: no, it was like Walker was right. I'm like, I'm
3: right-handed. And I'm like, all the right-handed people. I'm like, ah, oh, Beals left they're going on. Like, funny, well, it's funny because
2: be
3: out sleep. of our, yeah. So, so she googled it, and, yeah, it was like 67 percent, I think, are left-handed in the NHL, and the other right-handed or something so she's like see i told you i don't well, know i'm well, a right-handed
1: defense are rare Well, i shouldn't say rare up, we, had, we had four
2: left-handed d and i was the only right-handed shot growing up though the they
3: always the least are always saying they're after a good right-handed shot def- defenseman it's like is that really that hard to find but i, I guess it is like yeah it's like they're rare
1: yeah, no, they're very rare. And I know a lot of guys who have actually you know, noticed that and even have put their kids back on the on the back end as a right-handed defenseman because they, they, they know that it's rare. I'm like, that's now. like, Dude, you're like, just because your kid's good when he's eight doesn't mean like 10 years from now the right-handed <laughs> defense won't be back up to where they need Better them. shot. Hell, in 10 years mm-hmm. from now, we might only be playing four-on-four four for what's the difference. Yeah, they got a better shot. <laughs> you right. never know what the freaking NHL. They change rules every day. Right?
3: Oh, speaking of rule changes, fine. This is the one I wanted to ask you. What's your uh... – well, it's not really a rule real change yet, but your thoughts on uh, Arizona and the relaxed dress code.
1: Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, so I knew good. You, yeah. I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. So good. I'm turning my hat backwards. <laughs> Look it. Let's go. Okay, so I've got so they're they're probably going to hear me say this. So I've got my in-laws in my house currently. Okay, they're down from Seattle. They're (laughs) big hockey fans now. I absolutely love them. They're great. And we had this conversation, and I they actually gave me the an answer that I was very surprised with, and I was actually very impressed with. But I said, you know, what do you guys think about the the NHL's dress code change? And they're like, well, obviously, I have no idea about hockey. what they're like. What do you mean? And I said, well, you know, in the NHL, a lot of guys wear suits. You know, it's a good thing. You know, seven or eight years old, and and actually, Linda, my uh, my um you know my mother in law looked at me and it's like do you think you're better than everybody else and i was like <laughs> okay lady okay Hello. hold on a second Wolf. what are you talking about and she's like <laughs> you really, like really she's like really like you gotta wear a suit to everything you're making a seven-year-old kid wear a suit like you know like what are you talking like are you better than bunch? she's like man she's like she worked she had a great job smart very smart woman she said she's like she's like i was at you know warehouser and you know even our top execs didn't wear suits you know why do you, you know what's the deal like you know no one else is wearing suits anymore it's kind of you know it's a fashion change yeah. Right? It yeah. Eventually, it's a change. So what's my stance, it, my official stance on it? I'm not going to give because I want to hear your opinion. <laughs> I'm going to completely <laughs> hop off the fence. I'm going to
2: listen to you guys. My, my opinion with the dress code change, I think that, that just helps him re-sign Phil Kessel. <laughs>
3: yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely, right? He's in now. Uh, He's coming in joggers and his T uh, <laughs> yeah. and flip-flops.
2: Ping-pong <laughs> and Gatorade, he'll be all over it oh my well, God, hot dog and hey let's go okay, what about you there stuff no. what do you think uh i don't you're I'm torn like, are you torn,
3: torn too like are you torn i'm torn i'm torn uh i've heard both sides and i can totally get both sides like i like the respect i grew up doing it too. dress doing the tie doing the not so much suits but the tie and the dress shirt and uh it was a pain that, in the ass a lot of times, but it also at the same time kind of looked cool. You're you and your whole team walking in somewhere, and yeah, you could see the respect you got right. Like, you know, the, here's stuff. the here's the
1: here's the thing. Was there respect, or was it only respect?
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe
1: not in the community, in the hockey yeah. awesome community, right? Like that's the that's the difference of respect. Like, did that's it really true. make you respect? Now, here's the thing. True. Again, you can still show up in a dress shirt, no yeah. tie. Yeah. You know, dress jeans. You have dress jeans now with dress yeah. shoes on, you know, and look good. Do I want to make all of my, Absolutely. you know, my little eight-year-olds wear it? Yeah. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I like, and the reason it is, is because I like it, okay? I liked it. Yeah, I liked wearing a suit. I like dressing up. I like putting on a tie. I didn't put on a tie because I wanted to look better than somebody else. I, the reason I put on the tie for me was preparation. And yeah. I understand that just because I wore a suit to the game didn't mean I was going to win the hockey game. No, But I knew at four o'clock that when I get home and I got to go to the rink and I got to coach a game at seven and I got to be there for five, that at four o'clock when I start putting that shirt and tie on, I'm ready. Yeah, I'm getting ready to go and I want to go and I have a routine and I stick to it. Now I understand, again, you don't have to do that with a suit and tie. But I just knew that that was my attire. I just, I mentally was ready. Like I'm in my first piece of uniform. I'm in my first set of armor and then I'm going to put on my other set of armor and go to war and then I'm going to put the, put this back on. That's my look at it. But again, I don't know. I, uh, what do you, I I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Like
3: you said, it's it's one of those things that's almost like you, you shouldn't change, but at the same time, times are changing, man. It's almost, it's, it's almost, you don't want it to go too far. Like this NBA crap you see and these guys walking in and, <laughs> just ridiculous outfits and you know well, I'm you am <laughs> trying to get that level ever but I mean you can yeah you can be relaxed and still dress and look pretty good so that's I I'm for that I am for that for sure
2: you, you listen about. to Sean Avery talk about you know a relaxed <laughs> dress code and like some of the stuff that he says he would wear like yeah I mean it it wouldn't be crazy to see but yeah. you know it still looks classy
3: absolutely right that's what yeah. I mean
2: and yeah. I
1: mean, at the end of the day, it's, fa- you know, at the end of the day, it's just fashion. Like that's really all it comes down to is fashion. I mean, if it's going to make them feel good, sure, yeah. have at it, you know, like, and again, if they want to show up in sweats and sweatpants too, like, I guess that's okay. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's ah, their choice, dude. No, no, no but mean. yeah, I know, but it's their choice. Like if we yeah, go Christian. away from the relaxed oh, dress yeah. code, that means there is no dress code. That means you can show up in whatever you want. Now, yeah. do you want to get made fun of? Or not, shouldn't say made fun of? But you want to have, lose the respect of your teammates because you keep oh, showing up like you just joke. rolled out of bed. That's different. They'd be story. The team joke for sure. Yeah, but yeah. I like if you, I go out and get a thousand dollar Gucci, you know, sweater <laughs> and pants, like yeah, it's just fashion. I got sweatpants, Gucci, yeah, sweaters, Gucci, yeah. You know, fresh drip, we're good. Yeah,
2: <laughs> I think if you're going to relax it that much that it should at least be like
1: team attire, so yeah. to speak. Maybe yes. at the younger ages, but at the older ages, they're going to, they're going to say whatever, whatever you want. But like, there's they're, they're yeah. going to listen. They'd probably say to them, you don't have to wear a tie. Yes. You don't have to wear a suit. Like if you're going to Arizona and you want to wear, you know, a really nice, like short sleeve golf shirt, not golf shirt, um, dress shirt, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like somebody wearing the office when it's freaking 90 degrees out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, short sleeve dress shirt, nice, you know, with a beautiful, with a nice pair of pants. And nowadays we've gone back to the old tight, tight pants. <laughs> yeah i'm wearing tight pants right now i never thought i'd wear tight pants again in my life but i'm wearing like tight underarmers yeah right the other day i bought a great night a beautiful pair of gray uh gray slim slim pants looked at them butt looks good all right i want them yeah i'm in they, oh, they, it's, wife, like
3: them. It's, it's funny because i don't buy clothes very often you know when I, when I when i do i go out. what the hell is this kind of breeze? like it's in style man. Like, this ain't style man i'm like my hugging my junk and it's so tight on my leg I'm like this ain't this. no she's like it looks fine i'm like no uh, It's keep me as I, I still have my cargo shorts my camo cargo shorts and she just she's so embarrassed by them every time i break them out she's like that is so old school i'm like it'll come back
1: around and i'll be right back inside. cargo <laughs> shirt car, cargo shorts are awesome i used to have a ton of those but i don't know walks like i mean you guys i know a junior every level junior but like what are you guys are you guys just casual to the rink
2: no, we're, uh, right now we're suits. Um, our owner's big on, you know, it's, it's fine young gentlemen coming to and from the rink. So he's, he's big on a dress code and we, we stick to it.
1: I'm, listen, I, and I respect that. I completely respect that. I do. It's, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I, I really, I really don't. I think, I think I'd have to go with my gut. Like if I was coaching junior, I would, I would have to say I would probably stay with the dress code, maybe ditch the, um, ditch the suit jacket per se, and just have the shirt and tie. And then, you know, if you have a nice overcoat or whatever the case is in that, I'm cool with that. But I do, people say, Oh, you don't want you know, when she said, you know, I don't, you know, are you better than us? I'm like, no, it has nothing to do with that, but there's nothing wrong with wanting to look good. And then the question, then this is the problem. The fireback nailed me. She said, who says that the suit makes you look good.
2: <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a good point.
1: That's a pretty damn good point. I'm like, honestly, there's not a lot of guys, you know, some guys don't look great in suits at all. Oh, so oh exactly earthquake over at Styles Place. Do you feel it over yeah. there in Dover too? No, oh, I hey. It's all level ground here. <laughs> oh, yeah, he looks like he's yeah, he looks like he's in the middle of a hurricane or something. Hopefully he's all right. Oh, we lost him, but that's all yeah. right. We all got a minute. That's all right. Tell you what, Walks, we're gonna close the show without him. That's okay. <laughs> Sounds good.
2: Might be better.
1: <laughs> well, man, what a great night. And, uh, glad to, like I said, glad to talk some hockey once again. And, uh, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a pretty wild ride. Uh, you know, we're going on just over a year, year and a half of running the show. Episode four having, um, you know, obviously having Ryan on is, is phenomenal. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just yeah. just yeah. watching his progress, just watching his progress come up through the ranks of sports. Then I mean, he's going to, I think he's going to be there a long time.
2: Oh, I, I think, yeah, he's everything, everything he's done so far, he's uh, he's pretty spot on and accurate with everything that he, he says. So, yeah, yeah, I can see him having a long career.
1: Well, I hope you have a good week. I hope you win some more hockey games down there, and uh, hopefully our team can bounce back after a tough loss on the weekend as well. But I want to thank everybody for watching uh, Off the Puck po- Hockey podcast and TV show on Rogers TV channels, 13 channel 20. Catch us every Saturday night at 9 p.m. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at off the puck hockey. I'm your host, Tyler fines with me as always are the boys, Adam styles, Mikey Walker, matt huddle my producer behind the scenes always killing it great job tonight matt and of course marty zilstra for our fantastic opening theme song he's going to jump on and do some of our social media too all the way from out west in bc so we thank marty zilstra but this is off the puck hockey and we're out of here
0: let's go this has been an fhn production listen to our new shows every week on thursdays on any podcast platform also check out our weekly live shows on the fhn network and the ASTV network on YouTube or Facebook. Thank you again for listening.